0: Welcome back to Bop to This Music, and today we are going to do another artist deep cut profile, and today is my, one of my favorite pop stars, the Miss Britney Spears. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, I love her. Um, I guess my background about Britney, a little interesting, is that I didn't really become a fan, like a huge fan of hers, up until like... Probably two thousand and seven, when Blackout was released. Okay, um, which is arguably one of Britney's best albums, probably her best. And yeah. um, that it was that moment that I really was truly invested in her. And from that moment onward, I was a huge fan of her. Her earlier mm-hmm. music, I wasn't that big of a fan of. Okay, um, I do like songs from it, but interesting fact about me: so a lot of my deep cuts today might be uh,
1: more newer. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, this is my background (laughs) on Britney. I uh, I had not listened to like a lot of her material at all, except, I mean, I think the only most recent. I think the only album I had listened to in full was Glory. Yeah. And that's her ninth album. Everything before that, I just was aware of the singles. What is it about
0: her that didn't ever you as a gay man get you
1: invested into Britney? Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I feel like she, I don't know. Yeah. Just, is it because she doesn't sing live? Well, that's one thing. We went to Vegas
0: a couple years ago. She's not a live singer. And Drew didn't go to her show just because she doesn't sing live.
1: Well, I don't want to waste money on a, (laughs) a singer who just place her tracks in the background well
0: i will always say this britney is grandfathered into the role <laughs> of the era there you are
1: allowed to lip sync um because i mean, if she britney. can't if she can't sing live that well then i mean i guess she has to use yeah she knows what she can do yeah she, she's
0: better in the studio and if you ever hear her authentic vocals not her high-pitched ones mm-hmm. you will hear her amazing voice Well, maybe you'll be surprised at some of my selections. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) All right. So why don't we just go ahead and dive in? Let's Um, do it. I'll kick us off. One of my... Well, before you do that, let me just say
1: I did a lot of research Oh, did you? And I did a lot of listening, so I was dedicated (laughs) to this episode because I am not the biggest Britney fan, and I don't have a lot of... Experience listening to her songs. So. Yeah,
0: and my songs were the first three ones that popped up to my head. Okay. Um, I told Drew last night he has 17 hours to <laughs> become spruced up with her catalog so he can be able to do this episode. And that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, he did not sleep. My first of my f- three favorite Brittany deep cuts is Get Naked, I Got a Plan off of her Blackout
2: album. Take a listen. <laughs> hey. 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 Ashamed of my beauty, you can see what I got. That was
0: our first, my first deep cut hit by Britney. It
1: was on nice my short list.
0: Though. Yeah, it was. Well, get naked. I got a plan um, off of my favorite Britney record and a lot of her fans' favorite records. Um, It is honestly kind of a perfect representation of what Blackout's Sonic was like. Mm -hmm. Like, so Blackout was a very kind of urban, dark album with heavy beats on it. Um, And club worthy. Club worthy. Uh, So, and the people credit Blackout as being the album that kind of kicked off the pop's obsession with kind of edm because there's also light elements of edm in here yeah that kind of then a lot of artists picked up of this album inspired so many people i would say artists. yeah yeah
1: um it almost yeah it definitely connects to a lot of the tracks on the album and especially like give me more give me more is like the ultimate like gyrating yeah get down pole dancing type of song yeah and this song is along that same vein um so i loved give me more i also loved this one this is did you know you were were familiar with this song before weren't you uh i had heard it a couple times a couple just a couple oh my
0: god yeah that's see this song like the moment i heard it i was obsessed i remember in high school um, a couple girls would like always like laugh with me because I would literally go on my desk because I because. I, and I would do the dance that Brittany did to get naked I Got a plan in her circus tour. Really? Yeah. And I would like I would like move my chest up and everything. And like it was I was literally obsessed with the song that much <laughs> that like I knew the dance to it. Um it's very sexy and it's very provocative. Sexy, sexy song. And mm. I always say artists have their songs that are like the sex sex definition of sex. But Brittany, honestly, her career hasn't um, had a lot of sex focused songs, mm-hmm. which is really weird because she's not that outgoing mm-hmm. as a person sure but she channels it into this like persona on stage that just transcends everything
1: yeah i feel like though this album was kind of her transition from like the pop princess oh yeah to, like
0: she shed this, everything off in this album this
1: sexual icon almost yeah
0: so. In the Zone was a great record, but that was a stepping stone to what this album was, which was basically her her full on growth, maturity, mm-hmm. and also, I mean, I what I love about this era and I mean, and the song is that it's representative of the dark time that she was kind of going through. Yeah, this and was her her. Her, Very low moments. Her, her loca days, and she <laughs> her
1: like head days. Yeah, so. <laughs>
0: I mean, and you know, she was going through a lot this time, but she channeled it into art. Mm-hmm. And this is the first album that she ever exact. Oh, first and only, actually, I think that she ever executive produced, um, which is amazing because it was her own rules. She did what she did, and honestly, I think the song just. is is a definition of of sexy and Mm -hmm. club-ready. I love Danger, the producer. I love his work, and I love the fact that he has kind of like mixtures of his vocals in the song. To Oh, is that him? Yeah, that's Danger.
1: Yeah, I made a note that it almost seems like Britney's kind of a featured artist because of the heavy presence of his voice. And I think, like,
0: without his vocals in this record, it might not have been as... Strong, yeah, adds something, you know, that robotic tone that like is basically,
1: and it gives that dynamic, that male female dynamic where yeah. one's playing off of the other. So I, th- I think it, his presence definitely makes it the stellar track that it is.
0: And what's interesting about this is that um, it's one of the tracks, so Britney kind of has any like sexual songs I feel like she's shied away from now and this is one that she really hasn't so at least when she was doing Piece of Me she would still incorporate it as an interlude into one of her like acts mm-hmm. so it would like set the tone for the for the ride I mean for the ride oh my god for the show mm-hmm. and I mean I think it's aged so well this song could be easily released today oh, yeah. and still be a hit yeah I agree she should have released
1: it <laughs> I'm a, I will always say this to this day. To be fair, though, she had a lot to choose from from Blackout, so it, it was hard to Each probably... only
0: released three songs total. One of them wow. was a half ass video. <laughs> That's another conversation. <laughs> Drew.
1: Yes. What is your deep cut pick that you spent 17 hours to <laughs> decide? What? So I'm just going to go in order based on uh, the years these I done deep that. cuts Oops. were released. But um, the first one I have is from her her debut album, Baby One More Time, and this one is called Deep In My Heart. Get it? Deep Cut? Deep In My Heart? <laughs> Since you- From Britney Spears' catalog, called "Deep in My Heart," from her "Baby One More Time" album, and th- I listened to this album the first first time, time yesterday, <laughs> yesterday. And I was really impressed, actually, with just the the whole album um, itself.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, representative of like the early 2000s late 1990s. Late
1: yeah. 90s early 2000s, yeah. And this song in particular, I I wrote that down that it it's the quintessential 90s vibe song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very bouncy. It's kind of got a little a little uh element of house music yeah, in it. Yeah, I, I wrote lighthouse. Yeah. So I like it because of the fact that it it's pretty simple. It's it's not like Britney's other albums in that a lot of them are kind of over overproduced there's a lot of production Mm -hmm. that goes into it it's very simple um and i mean the the message of the song is is somewhat cliche yeah it's talking about like um young love right which is about which is what most of that album touches Mm -hmm. on so um it's not like the most in-depth uh in-depth song but yeah. I mean, it's a simple, fun song, kind of, kind of along the lines of Lady Gaga's "AA." Uh,
0: yeah, I guess you can say that. I mean, yeah. So this is the first time I have listened to the song. I remember getting this record for my for Christmas when the, the like whenever that year was. Um, and but Drew pointed out this is like an international track, so oh, it is, yes. yeah, and it's not on the standard standard version, which I had received as a gift. Um, <laughs> but I, I like it. It's cool. It's cute. It's I mean, I, would I say it's my... Would I ever comment one of my favorite deep cuts? Probably not. Um, but, I mean, it's cute. I mean, I think the reason... It's representative of the reason why maybe I don't like Britney's earlier music days because that was a little bit... Like, honestly, it was more basic, and I didn't really care for, in general, the sound of 1999 to mm-hmm. 2002. I really did not. Like, I really did not care for Backstreet Boys too much and, and sing like... I don't. The early Max Martin days was not my thing, um, <laughs> but I mean it's a cute track. I like that it's
1: upbeat, and I love that the lighthouse, you know, dance vibes are in it too. Sure, yeah. And I mean, to be fair, I I hadn't gotten into that music mm-hmm. until much later in my in my life, like, including NSYNC and Backstreet including Boys, NSYNC and really. Backstreet Boys. So see, I think because I grew up with it so much, like mm-hmm. it was every fucking where. Sure, like. It I, to me i don't know, it hasn't really aged well. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, not having experienced that when I was like however old I was yeah. eight, nine. When we were years kitties. Old, um yeah, I I appreciate it as as yeah. a twenty something year old now. So. Well, it does hold up still from the ma- the mass public. Like people love Yeah. It's nostalgic. I I, I feel like this song could be released today and it it could still do pretty well. Well, actually, one of the things that
0: popped my head is that, you know, um, Walking on Air by Katy Perry Mm. has that lighthouse dance vibe to it, too. Like, it kind of has similarities with that. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Well, (laughs) should we go into my second deep cut? Yeah. What do you got for us? Um, Not much. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, My next deep cut Is a track called Breathe On Me, which is Mm. off Brittany's, oh my god, let me get this right, fourth studio album, In the Zone. In the Zone. Why don't you all take a listen? Sure. Britney's fourth studio album In The Zone and uh, Breathe On Me is exactly what it kind of sounds like it's a song about um, tension Mm -hmm. perhaps sexual tension probably um, seduction and um, it's similarly to The Get Naked you know it's a song that really kind of focuses on Britney's sexual energies that she so skillfully and masterfully puts into her music Hmm. It's.
1: Uh, have you heard of it before? Well, I just listened to it for the first time yesterday. yesterday? Oh so. my god! How
0: have you not listened to the song? I'm like literally my mind's blown right now. Did you like it upon first listen?
1: It was alright. Yeah. Um, it wasn't one that I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to listen to this again. Mm-hmm. Um, it was alright in my opinion. It's it's kind of like a mid tempo track. It's not very mm-hmm. upbeat or or. It's a sex song. It's yeah. like sex dreams.
0: Literally, like, the, the equivalent to sex dreams by Lady Gaga. I guess. <laughs> it really is. It's a song that you would play in, like, red lighting. And, um, in you know, red lighting. Like, I can just see red lights, like, because I do this song in my cycle class. is actually one of my, my favorite songs to do mm-hmm. um, because it's so hypnotic and it lets you, like, to really, like... Get out of the zone
1: almost, you know? It's it's amazing in, in that way. I did write down that it's it kind of instills a sense of euphoria almost. Yeah, it does. That's the thing. It's like, like beyond a certain a certain feeling. Um And even the bridge builds up to that. It's like
0: breathe, uh, breathe, breathe, breathe. And then she goes to the really like this moan almost like mm-hmm. climax like of a song, you know? It reaches this like peak. And she has some spoken
1: word in there. Yeah, oh my
0: god. <laughs> I love you think I, you know I love spoken words
1: I, so many I know I,
0: I love spoken words I think <laughs> it's what Really captures it That bridge You know mm-hmm.
1: See in my opinion It it works More As Kind of background music Not necessarily hmm. a, um, An amp up Song or, See I work out To this one Yeah That's that's why I'm Interested, interested In um, Your comment About that Because Try it <laughs> Yeah, I, I just can't see it as a workout song. It's more a background song in my opinion. Like,
0: it's a it's a heavy hill. It's a song that you would like climb to, like on the, the treadmill or I mean the stairmaster or mm-hmm. um a cycle bike perhaps. Um it's interesting track because it's definitely well known amongst her fans. Um it is was a promo track essentially. She played it a lot in her like buzz performances that she would How do did she? yeah and i think people really kind of gravitated towards it then it's interesting that it was never selected. I think it might have been on a short list of singles that she was going to do mm-hmm. um, from this very successful era that was in the zone. But when you have a master hit like Toxic, I think things are going to like change the plan a little sure. bit, you know? Yeah. And you got to let that one ride out. But um, I would say it's definitely an underrated bop of her collection. <laughs> Had to throw that word in <laughs> Yeah, I'm not
1: saying it's a bad song. I'm I'm saying it's...
0: I'm a little disappointed in your reaction. Why? I don't know. I just feel like I expected more from you. <laughs>
1: I mean, you know that I prefer, like, very upbeat songs. And, yeah. And this is not necessarily in that same yeah. genre. Yeah. So. No,
0: it, it, yeah. You have to really be in the mood for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it is a song that you would kind of, like, gyrate to. And sure. it's, it's a sweaty, like, breathy song. It's, it's amazing. And that's why it's my second okay. choice of the deep cuts.
1: Well, Fair enough. Hope you all you like it and listen Brittany, to it, too. <laughs> you know Brittany better than I do. I do, so. I'm not going to argue. Good, as you shouldn't. (laughs) But my next deep cut, if you were wondering. I'm not. (laughs) Is from her third album, right? Britney? That's her third album? Yeah, Britney. And this song is called Anticipating. So take a listen. second deep cut and that was Anticipating by Britney Spears and that's from her third album Britney and this is when I listened to the album Britney this was the song that I ultimately gravitated toward. Interesting. Um, Why is that interesting?
2: Mm.
0: Because I have a couple songs off that record but this is probably not one that stuck out to me but then again Hmm. it makes
1: sense because you love bubblegum pop. I do love bubblegum pop and this is uh, another, another entry into the bubblegum pop um, genre, and it's got it's got some seventies vibes to it. Yeah, groovy. Yeah, groovy and very disco like almost. Uh, when I first heard the song, I pictured like Britney Spears, uh, like doing a roller rink type of video <laughs> almost. Oh god. Um, <laughs> kind of like a Beyonce's EXO, um, but yeah, that, that was an EXO. Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> that was blow. Oh, sorry, <laughs> my bad. Tsk, tsk, tsk. Anyway, so yeah, I I saw it kind of uh, with that theme in mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she t- she's talked about the song and how it's just like a fun song about um, spending time with your girlfriends. It's it's a very uh, female friendly song. Talks about uh, female empowerment. So um, yeah, I like. It's a track that like honestly is representative of why
0: I've never really loved the album as a whole
2: mm-hmm. because
0: the album I feel like it's kind of all over like you have I'm a slave for you on there then you have I'm not a girl I'm not a woman and like this was a transition album for her very much so in the sense of like you can see her early stages of becoming that that baby queen pop princess mm-hmm. to, like, trying to get sexual, which is why, honestly, if she was so successful, right? Because she, sure. like, broke out of that mold a little bit. Um, it was a stepping stone of an album. So you're saying she she didn't really find her footing with it. So. No, definitely not. And I, every artist needs those type of albums. They, like, especially, like, with her, like, this one kind of harkens back to her past two records before that. Mm-hmm. Oops, I Did it Again and Baby One More Time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. This, this song is definitely very similar to the songs from those records rather than yeah. the Blackout album or I'm a Slave from You from this Britney album. But um, yeah, it's it's a flirty song. It's I flirty. Li- it's fun. It's cute. I like it. Nothing more than that, but it's that. <laughs> I mean, since I'm not a huge fan of Brittany. I'm just you know. looking for some bops that
2: yeah.
0: I, can, I can dance to. That's well, Remind me to show you a couple of good songs off that record that
2: off of you'll Britney? probably
0: be like, yeah. Maybe you were just drunk last night or something like that and you just didn't to the album fully.
1: I think this was the one I fell asleep
0: <laughs> to. Oh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> songs do sound better when you fall asleep to them. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. Like, But
1: okay, cool. Yeah.
0: So what's your second? <sighs> My last? Check?
1: It's your last? Yeah. It's my last. Oh
0: my God, we're here already. It's crazy. Um, My last deep cut is just such a magical song. It's called Trip to Your Heart. And it's off of her Femme Fatale album. Have you listened to it yet?
1: Mm hmm. I listened to it today.
0: Okay, well, we're gonna listen to it together again because it's <laughs> like, his <laughs> Drew's face told me everything. That he didn't give it a full listen. <laughs> uh, so why don't you I all? I did
1: give it a full. I just don't remember it. Oh. Maybe it was forgettable.
0: <laughs> why don't you all take a listen and we'll give our feedback a little bit after. Okay. Here is Trip to Your Heart.
2: <laughs> Need you more once your must feel so right now. Like how your hands feel me up and down. Count your touch, send me off the ground Spread my wings out into the dark. I'll fly away on a trip to your heart
0: So that was my third and final Deep Cut pick, Trip to Your Heart by Ms. Brittany Jean off of her Femme Fatale record. Um, I chose this song because I literally remember the first moment I heard it. Um, I was in my bedroom um, and lights were off and <laughs> literally like all of a sudden, like, I was listening to the album the first time this track comes on, and it was such a breath of fresh air off of that record. It stood out so much because of its euphoric, trance-like vibe and the, the sound of it. Hmm. Um, it Literally, it was such a magical feeling that I just felt so... Um, I don't know. I, I felt... Myself, like I was in a, a trance when I listened to it. Um, the track is lyrically about um, feeling love for someone, obviously, right? Um, but with that... The sense of the love that she gets from that person is such a freeing thing, you know, he's letting her wings spread out, you know, and that he he gives her this feeling that is just like, you know, like none other she's ever experienced. It's, it's euphoric, just like the tone of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't want things to hold that back, which is why she says, break these chains that keep us apart. I love it. Honestly, I can not go on and on about the song. What are your thoughts... So I was right
1: right when I said it was forgettable. Why? (laughs) How? Oh my God. (laughs) Um, So let me just talk about the sonic Mm -hmm. nature of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the beats are very heavy and Mm -hmm. I feel like they don't necessarily match up well with Britney's voice because she is, at times she's very light with her voice during this song. Yeah. And almost strained to some extent it's a robotic like voice yeah. slower so I, I feel like those two things don't it doesn't have to necessarily match, match up. up no it doesn't that would be formulaic if it matched up um, yeah. well I mean it could be but I as far as just the listening experience I feel like it was there was a disconnect and there was a bit of overproduction um, in my opinion so hmm. let me ask you this Has a song like this been
0: released by another pop artist, like a trance, very Euro trance record like this?
1: No, because it doesn't get popular.
0: (laughs) Well, but but the thing is, like, to me, when the song was released, actually, I remember people liking it so much because it sounded like nothing they've heard. It sounded very Euro- Dance club-like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why I, I love it so much because it's totally different, you know? And it is a fast-paced beat. It's one about the 120 to 130 mm-hmm. BPM, beats per minute. Um, and her voice does not match it. It's very robotic. And uh, I think it's... I don't know. It just works to me. Um, I think that the tone of it, it, sets it up perfectly. The first, two, the first couple lines where she's saying, for tonight, it's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. You know, turn the light off. Turn the light down, just the two of us. Like... It's a song about adoration, about love. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: I can't believe I don't like it. I'm very
0: disappointed.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, I mean, to be fair, it's only the second listen I've had for it. But um, she does go on about trips to other parts of the body Yeah. at some point. A spoken, almost like a spoken uh-huh, like word, trip right? trip to your skin, trip, trip to your, to your
2: heart.
1: trip to your, I don't know what else. Does that remind you of another song?
0: Do What You Want With My Body? No. No. Heaven on Earth by Britney. Um, That song. Oh,
1: I do like that one. Yeah.
0: And to me, like, I loved Heaven on Earth, too. And Mm -hmm. that was definitely one of my favorite tracks. Um, But, like, this is, like, almost... This was, like, a version of that song, essentially. Mm -hmm. Because that's the same thought, you know, about basically adoring someone
1: and every single part of them, physically and emotionally and mentally. I do like that it does... Not just focus on, like, the emotional part, like... The physical. um, I'm making a trip to your heart, but also a trip to your entire body. Tongue, trip to your touch, trip to your... Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool kind of combination, in my opinion. But, yeah, it just didn't match sonically for me, so...
0: Well, I hope you all like it. You can take a full listen at com. If you need a little pause and want to dive into it more. Um, But if you're not ready for a pause, we are going to move into our
1: final deep cut by Brit Brit yeah Drew what is that my final deep cut is from her most recent album and Gloria it, it's Gloria kidding. it should have been called Gloria because it was amazing um <laughs> it is better from Glory take a listen to this one cause it feels much better when we up
2: for each other
1: better from her glory album her her ninth studio album um so the reason i chose this song was i really love the message of it and how um it talks about the best kind of sexual experience and the best kind of sexual experience is when your partner really knows your body and really knows you and If they know your body, then they can, they can hit all the right spots and they can, (laughs) I mean, it's true. It's true. They can hit all the right spots. They, they know your, your pleasure points and really, so, um, yeah, I I think it's, I think it speaks volumes to, to just sex in general that, um, the best kind of sex is the one in which your partner knows you and your body. And yeah. See, I took it less
0: of the physical and I take the song more as like the, the, almost like the, the emotional, like, okay. because making love is so much better when you know someone right and you love someone and that's what I took it
1: as um, in the song I also take it that way too
0: yeah well in every single way and mm -hmm. and to me like yeah I absolutely love this track it was definitely on my short list Um, it was produced by Blood Pop who we've spoken about about before and it was written by Justin Tranter and Julia Michaels oh Julia Michaels too yeah Um, and I love both songwriters I mean this is like the quintessential song of 2016 and when Justin Tranter Julia Michaels and Blood Pop were like killing it Mm -hmm. around the era I mean 2015 they had Sorry by Justin Bieber a bunch of hits like they were killing it and this song for Britney
1: is a little different it's a breath of fresh air because it's simple yeah it's simple and it also it sees her experimenting with the current sounds of of the time. yeah it really was doing that because it's got those house vibes it's got the electronics um, that are more prevalent in 2018 um, at that time 2016 yeah Um, so I, I love how she was able to embrace the the current sound of the pop scene. Um, but then also send this great message about like having the best kind of love with someone once they know you.
0: And her vocals are great on it, too. Like they're sim- like she doesn't um, so Britney's voice naturally has a very um, kind of deeper low mm-hmm. register. Yeah, and she doesn't use it a lot. This is a mixture of what she uses heavily, which is, like, that high pitch, which people claim is very, very, like, literally tweaked with. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a good mixture of her voice. Like, she's not overdoing it, not underdoing it either. Yeah. The, uh, it just sounds cool and nonchalant.
1: Yeah. The verses see her doing more of that lower register, but if then once, get real. Yeah. once the chorus hits, she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So she does go a little higher, but, it, I mean, it doesn't sound like she's forcing herself. No, at not at all. She sounds... She sounds right It sounds at, natural Yeah, right at, at the right place for her So Yeah um, I think it's a, one of her best songs from from Glory
0: Yeah, I agree I mean, for a while, fans, including myself were, were advocating for this to be her third and final single The third mm-hmm. and final single we never received And this was off the delu- deluxe edition yeah, of the yeah.
1: album So it just goes to show you that some it's of the those deluxe, deluxe tracks, tracks Always the best Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Love better I'm glad you picked it Yeah, it's a good one so that wraps up our discussion on Brit Brit the deep cuts from Britney. Brit Brit. So we're, why don't we go ahead mm-hmm. and pick our favorite deep cut for, from each person? Okay. Drew, what were your songs again? My songs were "Deep in My Heart" from "Baby One More Time," "Anticipating" from Britney, and "Better" from Glory.
0: Mine's were "Get Naked," "I Got a Plan" off of Blackout, "Breathe on Me" from In the
1: Zone. And trip to your heart from Femme Fatale. Mm-hmm. I'd say my best deep cut or my favorite deep cut is better for all the reasons mm. we just discussed. Yeah, it's it's because it's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> it, it fits well with the current pop landscape, and um, it sees Brittany at her best vocally, and it also um, touches on a really important message. Yeah, um, so better is my...
2: Best yeah, thing.
0: it's a great one. Um, I uh, literally can probably make a different argument for each of the three songs, and mm-hmm. um, which is my favorite. But, you know, as a big F you, I'm going to pick Trip to Your Heart. Uh, <laughs> I, it, it, no, not just because it's an F but honestly, to me, like, the song does something special to me and... Like, I, I couldn't put my finger on it. It's just magical and euphoric. Mm-hmm. It makes me, like, the best... And I always relate things to cycle, but, like, the best vibe to this is, like, when I dim the light and I just have one spotlight and we're just going at, like, a fast pace.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then, like, then
1: holding it back. And it's just, like, to me, it's it's about a good definition of what love should be. And sometimes that will impact your feelings on a song, like, the experiences you have with it. Like, you yeah, first said you sure. heard it when you were in your bedroom. Oh, for sure, and, yeah. And so that definitely affects how you how you see and hear a song. so show. Sure. I'm fine with that.
0: <laughs> so Drew, all your research, did you have a more solid respect for Britney more than you did before? Or um, or do you hate her more?
1: <laughs> no, I, I think I've, I've gained a little more appreciation for her, especially her earlier work. I, I wasn't a big fan of the um, Oops I Did it Again album. Um, I, I like Baby One More Time. A lot more, um, and even though I hadn't heard a lot of her more recent albums, other than Glory, mm-hmm. I thought there were some some good tracks on those as well. I thought I thought Circus was a little limited, and I thought the singles hmm. were um, just the good tracks off of that. Interesting. I thought Femme Fatale had a good a good oh, yeah. range of so, so yeah one album
0: I didn't pick anything from which I probably would is Britney Jane it gets a lot of hate from people because uh, about three quarters of the album is not her vocals allegedly there's um, <laughs> a good video I can show you about that sometime but um, yeah I mean I think to me Britney has such a, a wide catalog obviously nine records is a lot mm-hmm. right mixing with a couple of greatest hits albums and one-off singles um I think what I really love about her career is that she's never gone too far from where she knows she does well. I'm mm-hmm. um, like Lady Gaga or other artists that have gone way too far, like left or right. like she she knows what she does well and she does it well. Um I mean, that's not to say she has. She could not do more innovation, innovative songs and innovative music, but... Um, she sticks with her comfort zone. She does, yeah. which, you know, for better or for worse, but she does it well.
1: Mm-hmm. And I will say I think she's, she's done a good job of picking the producers and writers that she's worked with because um, she doesn't write a whole lot of her own material, does she? Um, not too much. Okay. So, I mean... That's not her forte, so...
0: Yeah, and she knows that. She knows she's. she's uh, that's a lot of her. She never claims to be the artist that, like, oh, I write my own music. She's not, like, cocky about her career. Mm. She just... She knows that she does well. Yeah. So
1: so, she's picked the right people to to work with her mm. and to to help her get to this point in her career, so... And that will help her to continue go forward in her career. Do we expect new music from her?
0: Um, well, as of today, which... We're recording this in December. Uh-huh. Um, Brittany, uh, her manager, guest said in an interview that after she debuts her new show, Domination, in Vegas in February, mm-hmm. that she'll go back to the studio to start recording again. So I guess okay. she is recording already. But, I mean, obviously, launching a show is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last time she launched a show... Four years ago, she rushed to release an album that was Britney Jean that she half-assed. So, yeah. I'm glad that she's waiting, but, yeah. It's time.
1: Yeah. If we get something close to glory, I'll be happy, because I really like that one.
0: She did it well. Yeah, no. She she has a lot of potential. Mm -hmm. Well... That's that's a wrap on Britney. Brittany Jean, Britney Spears, Britney Jean Spears. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we really do appreciate you all taking the time to listen to this, what, 45-minute, 40-minute episode. Um, if you are interested in hearing the music that we play today, you can go to, to com or follow us on social media at... At
1: BoptoThisMusic. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yes. Thank so you So if you have any agreements disagreements please yeah let us know for
0: sure we like drew likes fighting i don't um (laughs) so you can argue with him and yeah share your thoughts and if you have ideas for episodes too let
2: us know yeah
1: we're always looking for new ideas all right have a good one guys thanks for listening bye